1: Jay, guess what I saw in a store this weekend?
2: Uh, clothes? Christmas decorations. Oh, geez. Here we go. It's
1: September 23rd. What's today? Yes,
2: yeah, September, 20- September
1: 23rd. It is September 23rd. Yes. <laughs> Christmas decorations in a Walmart. It is still, temperatures are still in the 90s. <laughs> it's not even October. I was very upset about it. I, I like took a picture. I posted it on social media expressing my outrage my, too soon. My
2: wife is one of those Christmas all year round type people. So whenever she sees something like that, she's like, oh, well, if Walmart has the decorations why can't we get It's that? go
1: time. Nope, like, you no, gotta, it's Halloween first.
2: Exactly.
1: Then it's Thanksgiving. Then, then it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. We can't skip ahead. Hi, welcome to the Reality Bites podcast. It's Megan and Jay. Last night's episode of 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days is making me crazy.
2: <laughs> Things are starting to switch up a little bit. A
1: little bit, like some game changers. Yes. Uh Plot twists.
2: Plot twists. Plot
1: twists. Before we get to it, though, how was your weekend?
2: Weekend was good. Had a big uh, event for Company and stuff like that. Thousands of people showed up. But what I really want to talk about is the fact that finally, after three weeks, my fantasy team won, and my reality team won. It was so a good football week. I won't bring it up, you know. Every week, trust me, but it's just been so long since I've seen a win, and right, now I'm very right, happy. So. Right.
1: Well, in your fantasy football league, like there's a lot of money on the there line. There is a lot. So I get of that money. you take it seriously. I it's do. Not you get, just you get
2: paid every week, and I have not been getting paid at all because I haven't been winning at all. So You've
1: been sucking. How's our boss doing in that? Um,
2: he's doing much better than me. Not quite to where he's getting money, but he's almost there. He's... And how many people are in the league? Ten people in our league. Are you? Wor- would you say you're in like last place? <laughs> my wife is in last place. Oh, okay. I'm second to last. place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys, <laughs> very atypical. You can turn it around. Very
2: typical. But how was your weekend? I see uh, something new.
1: Yeah, I got my haircut, which is so not exciting. But this is the haircut that I was trying to get like a month or two ago, mm-hmm. and I went to this place, and I'm I don't want to bash the girl. I, I just she didn't know how to do what I was asking her to do, right. and she was getting super flustered. And then I felt bad because she had just finished telling me about how she's trying to save up money to take her son with special needs to Disney World for the first time so I didn't make a big deal about it. I just paid her and I left, but it was like the worst haircut I've ever been given in my life. To the point where I got home, got out the scissors, and it's an emergency if if you see me with scissors about to cut my own hair because I have (laughs) no idea what I'm doing. Right. But I, sure enough, took some scissors to my own hair and at least got it to where I could deal with it for a couple weeks. And then yesterday I finally went and had like a real professional do it for me and she did an awesome job Um, i was on the phone with the apple people for two hours friday night that's right
2: because you got the iphone 11 right i
1: did it's right here and i will say as someone who is not a techie person my review is the pet portrait mode totally (laughs) worth it i also love that it has this like face ID thing so I can hold it up to my face and the phone unlocks like I don't have to enter in a code or anything that is good but Apple is killing me with having to buy new chargers every time a new phone comes out this it's another a, one it's a new so I had an iPhone 8 and my iPhone 8 charger will not work on this new iPhone and that's how they get you because I have to have a charger in my car I have to have I need mm-hmm. one upstairs and I need one downstairs well when you buy the phone you get one charger so now I get to drop Another hundred dollars or however much these things cost buying two new chargers because the ones I have for my iPhone 8 don't work anymore. And then you're
2: that person, too, when someone's like, Oh, shoot, uh, can I borrow your charger? You have an iPhone, and you're like, Oh, yeah, but mine's the 11, so I got a different one. And they're like, Oh, great, thanks,
1: right? Exactly. So that I think is very annoying, and I think Apple can cool it with the updating <laughs> the chargers but yeah other than that like I'm getting ready for my trip to New York City so I did a lot of just like around the house stuff super nervous because I have a new dog sitter who's going to come stay with my dogs oh, nice. for five days a Long time it's a long time and and like I didn't realize how psycho I am about them until I started like typing out <laughs> all of the instructions and it's all these little things like you know my golden retriever can jump on the bed but my bed is high and I don't like her jumping off because I'm afraid <laughs> she's going to hurt herself so I I pick her up and get her off the bed every morning and I'm like, this girl's gonna think I am insane writing all these little things out. How about, old
2: is your golden retriever? Is it She like, just
1: turned two but okay, my, so
2: she's still young and yeah, spry. No,
1: but my bed is high and I have wood floors that are a little bit slippery and I'm afraid when she jumps down that she's gonna slip and break something. Isn't she
2: a descendant of a wolf? There's no, she's an apex predator. What do you
1: think? <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's the antithesis of an apex predator actually. Um, she's like a non Retrieving Retriever. (laughs) She doesn't retrieve anything. Um, And so, anyways, that was the majority of my weekend. And then last night, the Emmys were on. Oh, that's true, yes. And so I was trying to like flip back and forth and get a little bit of each. But last night's episode, I was so mad at Tom last night, I can't even think straight.
2: Yeah, Tom is, he's a little, he's, uh, people say that Americans are bad as tourists when they go to other countries. The Brits aren't doing themselves any favor with Tom here.
1: Man. So, okay, so Tom. Tom's 39. He's from the UK. Darcy's 44. She's from Connecticut. They are in Albania right now. They flew there to see Darcy's twin sister, Stacy, meet Stacy's fiance, Florian, who's 26 years old. And they've been doing like some sightseeing and stuff. And we pick up, they're in the car headed to some sort of destination sightseeing tour, whatever. And here we've got Tom like puking getting sick and they never explain why
2: right because he's never alluded to the fact that he gets you know motion sickness or car sickness prior to this you know expedition in this old world war ii vehicle but Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he's like oh man i can't open the windows and i feel like i want to throw up and
1: and then sure enough he jumps out of the car and it's like spilling his cookies on the side of the road in albania
2: i like the fact that florian's uh his bit of advice was open your mouth
1: (laughs) as opposed to what like <laughs> <laughs> and again, we see this scene where Darcy is like smothering him and she's being way too hands-on. I don't know about you, but when I don't feel good, don't touch me. And
3: that's what Stacy said, too. Can you get car sick? Don't rub your belt. I did get trouble sick. Mm. And now I'm hot. And oh. I can't open the windows. <laughs> <laughs> I hour know what half.
2: Uh-oh,
1: uh-oh. I got you. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Are I got you. Yeah, up. Oh, yeah.
0: All right, baby. Open your
1: mouth. Oh. Oh, oh uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the trip was already not going well for Tom, and now he's sick. You okay, baby? I just want him to feel that our time here is really special, but it's been really rough.
3: Oh, that <laughs> night? Like, get a little bit of space.
0: Mothering the guy, Dorsey. Sure. Want to make sure he's
1: like looked after.
0: All good,
1: Darth. Okay, got it. Oh. She did it in a way that was so reprimanding. A little
2: condescending. Condescending. And, and you're and she's in front of her significant other, yeah. so you could have kind of eased back on that. There, like.
1: And there's a well, there's a way you could <clears throat> do it. Like Stacy could have just said, Well, I, yeah, I know when I don't feel good, like I don't like people really touching me either. But you got to see a little bit of that mean girl side of Stacy.
2: There is a little bit.
1: And then they go to this cafe, and Tom is not happy about this trip. He's not happy about The way Darcy and Stacey are interacting with each other, and he says something to Darcy that I think was so screwed up and manipulative.
2: Absolutely. And
1: he did it on purpose. He knew it was going to make her feel like crap and like she had done something wrong. And I didn't think it was cool then. And the more I think about it, the more upset about it I get. Because it's it's a very Jesse move. What
3: did you think where we went? It's
1: beautiful. And there was a romantic moments.
3: I, didn't, I didn't think it was that romantic at all. Yeah, you change when you're with your sister.
0: Yeah, I just want her to pick the right partner. She feels that Lauren's the one. I, I have questions and I have concerns about that.
3: But it's not about them. I mean, this, this is supposed to be about us. And we, we go and spend time with them and it's not romantic. I feel like we're two friends on holiday I together. I don't want that. It's not supposed to be that. It's supposed yeah. to be a nice romantic time.
1: I get it. I don't want to be the one to blame. Like, oh, it could have been the most romantic Well, it thing. could have been. Yeah, I know. And I feel like
0: I... I am been my sister and I are seeing different cats. I feel guilty now because I know you're not having a good
3: time. And I didn't say I wasn't having a good time. Am I having a romantic time? No, I'm not.
0: I feel like if we went to Great Canaria, you would have felt differently
3: about me right now. I mean, I don't know. In my head is like, oh, let's go and do this. And if things are great and it's wonderful, then maybe, you know, I would have asked you to marry me. But we're here and it isn't the way we, I wanted it to be. I think maybe if we'd just gone to Grand Canary we would have been caught up in the moment the location settings beautiful we would have been much more romantic towards each other having gone to Albania and it not been like that I actually saw what Darcy's all about and now I'm not 100% sure where we're at in the relationship I'm glad we came here because it's actually shown me two sides of you there's one woman on this side that I love and adore and I'd love to spend the rest of my life with and there's another one on this side that you know you could be my friend
0: I can't believe that Tom said that he would have proposed that makes me feel like I lost out on the best day of my life coming to Albania was a mistake I should have never listened
2: to my sister This
1: should have ruined everything What he said was a total Jesse move. It really was. And you know someone like Darcy who wants that proposal, wants that moment more than anything else. That's about the most emotionally controlling thing you could say to her that you know is going to make her just crumble. And sure enough... She's crying again.
2: Yep. It's the old, oh, I was just about to. When I was a kid, my sister was uh, babysitting me. I was like seven. She was like 14, right? And I'm sure I was being bad in some some sense. And she said, you know, go to your room. You know, mom said, I have control. You're in trouble. So I went to my room. And of course, as a seven-year-old, I threw a fit and like threw all my stuff on the floor. And she came in the room. She's like, oh... I was just about to tell you you could come back out and watch cartoons, but since you messed up your room, now you have to stay here. And I remember thinking to myself, "Wait a minute, is that true? You were just about to come in here?" No, or- she wasn't. No, she wasn't. She was
1: doing it just to yeah just make to you make more upset, more upset, and make yeah. it seem
2: like ah,
1: it's almost like a punishment. And that's what I didn't like about what he did to her and what he said to her. She was just sitting there talking about how she feels bad, and then he has to make it even worse by saying, "Well, you know, if we had done what I wanted." Wanted to do, then I might have proposed to you and we could be engaged right now. When he said that to her last night, I went, mm mm, no. And I honestly believe that if Darcy could let go of her own insecurities just a little bit, absolutely. She would realize that she doesn't really like him all that much. I don't
2: think she does. I like, think she likes being in a relationship. She likes being liked. She likes, you she know.
1: wants to be taken care of. She wants to be doted over. And he's not going to give her really any of those things. It doesn't sound like. I think
2: she likes something like Tom, but she doesn't necessarily like him. <laughs> Damn. Tom, you right? Know, but
1: after last night, I thought he was like a total jerk because I just thought that that one little comment was so not cool and was so calculated and so <sighs> driven by spite. And none of us believed that Tom was actually going to propose to Darcy. So far, we haven't seen a ring. He hasn't talked about wanting to get engaged whatsoever. I believe he only said it to make her feel even worse than she already did.
2: He does throw out those little comments every once in a while where you're like, okay, Tom, you didn't. That was unnecessary.
1: Totally unnecessary. He does it a lot, too. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, let's move on to Angela and Michael, who have now made up. She (laughs) she is in her 50s. Uh, He is 30 years old. He lives in Lagos, Nigeria. She is on her second trip there. Now, mind you, she has already filed for the one visa they are just waiting for it to be approved correct she is there to make sure that he's in it for the right reasons and she can trust him before she brings him to the United States and they live happily ever after. <laughs> Day two of her trip, they get into a huge fight. She makes him sleep in the car. She throws a cake in his face. And someone in one of the Facebook groups, reality TV Facebook groups I'm in, made a really good point. Let's say the roles were reversed and he was the one treating her that way. Oh, we would. That would be
2: unacceptable.
1: Unacceptable. How could you
2: throw out the hotel, make her sleep in? On- car like how could you
1: almost like abusive right, right? and oh and yes throwing a cake in someone's face right. would
2: definitely be considered abuse so battery the fact
1: that it's a woman doing it to a guy is a little bit of a double standard because that behavior would never be tolerated if it were a man doing that to a woman that is
2: absolutely true actually i didn't really think about it like that but yeah we do hold a different standard when it comes to
1: right but they are back together michael seems okay with everything that has happened to him so far they
2: said things have been going pretty well since the makeup since
1: the makeup and now they are going to meet with Michael's mom.
2: I don't know her name, but I do feel like it felt a lot pretty genuine when Angela went to go meet the mom and kind of give her a hug and a kiss. And it felt very warm. And sure. like.
1: And Angela does have that side to her that sometimes feels very genuine and authentic. And then they start talking about having a baby.
2: Well, first they started talking about uh, the fight, which was kind of odd that he would even bring up. Well, she brought up the fight. He was translating. So he could have kind of cleaned it up a little bit like, oh, you know, we had a little bit of a rough start or got into an argument. But he told mom
1: pretty much everything.
2: We got in a fight. She kicked me out the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) But the mom did side with Angela. She said, well, you shouldn't lie, son. That's right.
1: And he shouldn't. He
2: shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs)
1: But then they start talking about the baby.
2: And that was probably the most fun I had watching these two because they Angela is trying to explain to Michael's mom that while she might not be able to actually have a baby physically herself because of her age, she's hoping to get a surrogate, basically, to carry the child, or tote, as Angela likes to say. Tote it. And now, in translating it to Michael's mom, Michael's mom was under the impression that, oh, Michael was going to have sex with Angela's daughter because that's the one that they (laughs) specified as the one who might tote the baby.
1: And Michael was just like, well, that's what people here do. They just... (laughs) And again, that that here we go with Angela about to blow her top over this. It's going like, to set no, 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 already no, no, setting no, 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 her off no, 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 like no. absolutely not. And so I, the next fight that it sounds like they're about to have is over Michael wanting to impregnate <laughs> somebody else the old fashioned way and Angela not being on board Which with that. Which Michael's
2: mom is all about. She's right. like hey that's just what you have to do. You sure. Just,
1: just <laughs> find someone just go and, make a baby.
2: And I also enjoyed the fact that every time Michael was trying to explain the process of babies just in general he kept making hand Movements and gestures toward his crotch area, like right. to to kind of simulate a birth happening, like <laughs> baby coming out. Right, right. Like the mom wouldn't understand that. You get portion. Yeah, Michael? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. As if your mother didn't give birth to you and doesn't understand exactly how it works. Uh, oh, that was kind you, of fun. In fact, yeah, it was. It was very entertaining.
2: Those two. But also another interesting fact was is that I believe it was Michael or was it? Yeah, Michael said that even more important than getting to America was having the baby.
1: Yeah. So so what's the solution there? I mean. If Skyla won't do it, they cannot afford a real sur- a real surrogate. It's what, like $50,000?
2: Yeah, I don't even know how they're going to get. You know, I was thinking, well, maybe they can still get Angela's eggs, but even trying to get Angela's eggs, that procedure is going to be expensive.
1: Has she, You think she's been through menopause? That's
2: a good question. She's in
1: her 50s.
2: <sighs> That's true. There might not be much. Uh... I
1: don't know if. I think she's going to have to get an egg from somewhere else. Yeah,
2: there might not be much left in the. Uh... In the old refrigerated <laughs> section of that supermarket. Are
1: you are you referring to her reproductive system as the refrigerated section? The supermarket. I got it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, moving on to Tim and Jennifer. Tim's in his thirties. He's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Jennifer is in her early twenties, and she lives in Bucaramanga, Colombia. Where we pick up, they have Ooh. finally made out. They oh, have. Yeah. There's been some physical touching.
2: Or as we like to say, first base, because I've come up a little bit late. Later. <laughs> yes,
1: the bases. Uh, and so we have Tim and Jennifer going back to his Airbnb to spend the night together. And if Tim could be any more awkward <laughs> and make it any less romantic, like, yes, any l-
2: sensual.
1: Oh, God, he just, he reminds me of, like, like a
2: wet noodle. He really does. It's almost like a eighth grade, you know, sex ed teacher. Like, okay, so now we're going to kiss, and then I'm going to touch your boob, and right, then after right. I touch your boob, maybe, uh, you there's know. There's no
1: play-by-play in this. Like, there's no <laughs> planning it out. He just, someone <laughs> referred to him as Jiminy Cricket the other night, and I thought that might actually rival my reference to him looking like the Grinch. But anyways, it just seems like he has been so cautious, so open. Overly cautious so far that the fact that she is even still entertaining the idea of being romantic with him is kind of mind blowing. I got the me.
2: exact same feeling. Like you, they should just enjoy their vacation, kind of like uh, Tim said or Tom said about Darcy. Like, hey, we're out here in Columbia, right. kind of friends on a vacation. Maybe we're gonna make out, whatever. But I'm going back to the US. You stay here, and nice to meet you. Because yep. I don't feel any connection between those two. I don't no know how
1: chemistry. I don't know how
2: they can still like. And she's really trying to force the, yeah. the issue. Like, hey, maybe you can touch me now or maybe we can <laughs> celebrate the first time we do the Jiggy Jiggy. And
1: oh, no. He's just
2: kind of like, yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. You're kind of intimidating. I've never been with someone so beautiful, even though, you That's know. That's
1: another thing. Like, don't tell her that she's intimidating. Man, whether or not there is any real passion between these two is still yet to be determined. Yeah. Do they I,
2: actually do it? So he did kick the camera crew out because she did. She mentioned, hey, do you want right. to get to second base? And he's like, yeah, I'd Maybe we can do second base today. Maybe then, I
1: will touch your boob.
2: <laughs> so they kiss very loudly, by the way. I mean it's very movie it's very movie esque. It was, movie, this, it was, it was mm-hmm. like a lot of smacking and whatever. And then he kicks the camera crew out. He's like, all right guys So guys we
1: are, infer that they went further than making out.
2: But in the preview that we'll see at the end of the show, it kinda seems like she's a little fed up. And
1: there's another argument coming. Right. So not feeling super good about these two. Me either. And when I went back and I was like stalking her on Instagram, There are no pictures of Tim. (laughs) The only picture... She has on there that even references Tim is when Violet got that big teddy bear. Oh, okay. There is a picture of Violet holding the, the big, big teddy, teddy bear, bear from that day at the airport.
2: And from a couple of episodes back, I've really gotten the sense that what she really wants, Jennifer, what she's really in for is someone to be the father mm-hmm. that she feels like Violet needs. She and grew up with her. That's right. And, and she, I think
1: that's a big part of why she's being so lenient with him right. Because she's like, well, he does seem like he would be a good dad.
2: He cares for Violet. He's cared for Veronica's child as well so he does seem like really good dad yeah, material yeah. so far as boyfriend husband material but
1: you still have to have chemistry if you're going to be a couple
2: probably not
1: and these two just
2: painful it's starting it's to get pain- painful it,
1: that's a perfect way to describe it it's <laughs> painful all right let's go to benjamin and akini now finally We have gotten the blessing of the family. (laughs) It has taken us eight episodes to get to this point. It really has. Where Benjamin, who's in his 30s, is from Phoenix, is now, I can never remember where she lives.
2: Nairobi, Kenya.
1: Nairobi, Kenya. So they are in Nairobi. Akini is in her 20s. They have to get the blessing of her parents and the elders, or her father specifically, and the elders now, which is another curveball that Akini threw at Benjamin because he had no idea about that part of it. Right. But they received the blessing and we still don't know the bride price.
2: So that's going to be the major issue, kind of holding things up. The elders, actually, you know, they were actually pretty friendly. They weren't yeah. as intimidating as they made it seem. I agree with they you. They actually all seemed really nice.
1: Yep. And just out of curiosity, I put a poll on Twitter. Will Benjamin be able to afford the bride price? We don't know what it is. Do you think when he finds out, he will be able to afford it? 83% of the vote said no. Well,
2: when the producers are talking to Akini's father and he's explaining, you know, the whole idea behind the bride price, he brings up Biblical and Isaac, marrying and Rebecca from the Old Testament mm-hmm. and he's talking about jewelry, gems and diamonds, mm-hmm. gold, a lot of stuff. Made and, it
1: sound real rich <laughs> Real expensive.
2: Real yeah. expensive. And then even Akini said, well, you know, with the bride price, even if you can't afford it, even if you have to go broke, you pay it because that's a show of your love and your seriousness. Yep, yep, And it made me think, again, a lot of these couples or the foreigners in these relationships kind of think of Americans as money bags, like we just have all this money. Right. And so even if she believed that, okay, well, if he were to spend all his worldly possessions to get me to America and to be my husband, would she still accept the fact that, oh, well, now that we don't have any money, I can still be happy with this American?
1: My and- question is, okay, so like 1000 US dollars is a lot of money Absolutely. in Kenya. So are they going to ask for $10,000? Because that's that's a lot, a lot, a lot of money over there. You know, to them, is $2,000 a lot of money? Or are they going to ask for like 20000 Right. Like, I'm very curious. Like, I cannot wait to find out what the actual bride price is.
2: Because you would have to imagine if she was marrying another gentleman from Nairobi who lived down the street, who definitely wasn't as well off as he is in Phoenix, Arizona. Correct. Would the bride price be lesser?
1: And how much would it be if it were a kid from down the street right. who they knew couldn't, didn't have a thousand U.S. dollars or 10,000 U.S. dollars?
2: Exactly. So,
1: yeah. So, that's just going to be an interesting, I just want to know the number. Tell me the number. Uh, Moving on to Rebecca and Zied.
2: A little bit of a role reversal this evening with Rebecca and Zied. A little
1: bit. A little bit. So Rebecca is in her 40s. She's from Georgia. We also have uh, Zied, who's 26 and who lives in Tunisia. And she finds out, the results of his background check, that he doesn't have a job, has never really appeared to have a job. And now she's asking him, like, so you do realize that you have to work when you come to the U.S.? Is this it, baby?
3: Yeah, this is La. Today I come here with Rebecca for food Tunisia. It's named Lablevi. It doesn't
0: look so good. Really? <laughs> really good. Oh my God, this is so
3: good. Well, it's pretty it.
0: Since meeting Ziad a week ago, I'm completely head over heels in love with him. And he seems to feel the same way about me. But my PI boss, Melanie, ran an international background check on Ziad. And I'm worried that Ziad has been lying to me about his job because Ziad has zero employment history on his record. I want to talk to you about something. Yes? Um, you know my friend Melanie? Yeah? Okay. <clears throat> she did a background check on you to see what was in your past. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. You know you work for the TV program? Yes. You tell me this. Uh-huh. This not show up when my friend um did this report on you. There's no uh, employment history.
3: Rubica tell me here, uh, front, looking about me and about my life. This worried me. Maybe, of course, uh, uh, not uh, my name, not in this, because uh, not me, uh, boss, okay? name, my boss, give me money, direct. Listen, we uh, my name not uh, dear Renaissance.
0: he seems to think that look you know the guy that I work for he just pays me directly so there's you know there's nothing to report to anyone yes. so for the TV program your boss's name would yes. be in the history but not yours it's
3: okay you want to name my boss yes
0: no I mean well maybe I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt even if he is being honest with me it concerns me that at 26 years old he still hasn't had a job that's on his record when you to America, do you have skills to find a job?
3: Uh, I work in the restaurant, I work in the coffee, I work so much work, no problem for me. Good uh,
0: because I need you to understand something. Yes, okay, you better not stay in the home while me, you know, take care of both of us. We need to have a plan so that we find a way for you to make money
1: and help out.
3: I understand this, and uh, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, don't worry for this. Yeah, for me.
1: And it's like, OK,
2: right. Uh... And I mean, he brings up a good point is that also in these countries, a lot of times things aren't on the books like they are here. You know, you just go someplace and it's like, hey, you need someone to cook in your restaurant yeah, yeah, or wash that's your dishes.
1: true. But there still has to be like if you have a legit job in Tunisia, if you're a doctor in Tunisia, there is some sort of tracking system for your income.
2: I would agree if you're like a professional. But I feel like he's probably done a lot of kind of, you know, Know, under
1: the table kind of under stuff. Under happens of stuff. here kind like, it's the same as like if you babysit for someone and they give you cash at the end of the night. That's you're, an under the table transaction. Your dog
2: sitter, for instance.
1: Right, right. Oh yeah, I'm just Venmoing her.
2: <laughs> right. Um but yeah, so that could be closer to the you know. It doesn't seem like he does anything really kind of professionally like you said like a doctor or a contractor or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: filling the uh, the seats for a TV show in the audience
2: feels like of your buddy like hey man you need some work but tuesdays and thursdays we do this tv show yep. go down you... to the
1: market go find some people tell them to come right. sit in the audience and
2: i give you some money on the table so he, and he did offer do you want my boss's name
1: and she said well maybe she's like no well uh, i don't want to know how much money she has sent him because when she's on the phone with her boss private investigator partner she brings it up like i know you've sent him money it doesn't look like he's ever had a job does he work and it's and that's. that's That's the first time we've actually ever heard of her sending sending money money to him, which is not a good sign, I don't think.
2: He seems a little nervous, but not overly nervous about the situation. He's very much like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's good. It's good. I yep. work. I love work. <laughs> I work
1: so much. I work
2: so much. work so much. I love. So, But
1: he's going to have to improve his English if he's going to work. And and so it's like, well, oh, well, he could work, you know, someone in the reality TV Facebook group. like, Oh, he could work at like a Middle Eastern restaurant. I'm like, oh, really? You think they got one of those in small town Georgia?
2: <laughs> yeah, we got to look that like, up. Like
1: one on every corner. I guarantee that little town that she lives in, I mean, maybe in Atlanta. I don't know how far she is from Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta
2: but, maybe like Savannah or something like that but again we don't know
1: how far she how is she from, far of from either of those places I don't know I don't have a great feeling about the fact that I, I think the big thing is he doesn't seem very motivated
2: yeah he seems very unconcerned about yeah, stuff just he's just like, lived
1: at home with his parents his whole yeah. life never really had a job never really had to pay any bills like I don't think he understands when you come to the U.S. the level of responsibility you know she has her own house she has kids she has grandkids right. like these are some real Real financial responsibilities, and she, he's, she's not going to be able to just pay his way while he sits home and plays video games. All but day. I also
2: feel these are conversations she should have been having with him kind of prior to the trip and them spending all this time together. Like, 1000%. Hey, what do you really do? Oh, you work on this TV show? Okay, you know, how many days a week do you do that? Or
1: Right. How many hours a week do you work? So what and have how you, much, you know, like how much are they giving you to do this? Yeah, have you
2: done other stuff besides that? So, What, what
1: was your first job? What did you exactly. do? Those are, right.
2: Those are pretty standard questions you ask in a relationship just not even as a i need to check on you background wise just a conversational wise when you are in a relationship but yes
1: again when zied was at his parents house he told his parents that she was going to be able to find work for him and just now the conversation was what are you going to do when you get to the u.s because you have to work so i just feel like he is expecting her to figure it out for him and it it's not going to work that way. And she's you can tell that down this you can tell
2: she's projecting some of her old relationships onto this situation where she's not going to. She's basically is saying, I'm not going to get used again like the last guy.
1: Then why didn't you ask those questions before you went over there, exactly. Rebecca? Not to mention the fact that she still hasn't told him that she's married.
2: <laughs> right. When's and that going to happen? So
1: far, every single kind of curveball she's thrown at him with the I've uh, dated a woman in the past and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> he's been like, no, it's fine. That was before me. Ooh,
2: this is going to be this- this is going
1: to be the one where he might not say no problem.
2: And I wonder if it's, it will be because of the accumulation of things at mm, this point. Like mm-hmm. if she had just come out in the beginning and said, "Hey, you know, by the way, I'm still technically married." But We're, we don't
1: live together. We don't anymore, live together. It's just and, a paperwork
2: thing. Yep. He might have been okay, okay. But now it's kind of like, oh, well, wait a minute. You just told me that you're with a woman, and now you just told me that you're, you know, still married. And you know, my family hates the tattoos, and
1: my sister doesn't want me to move to the U.S. Right now,
2: you're checking on me like you don't really trust me. And and you've been married.
1: Th- Three times a, before this. Now
2: it feels like there's a big accumulation of stuff, which might give him a little bit of a second thought. And
1: that's what I'm saying. I feel like Rebecca, who presents herself as a very level-headed, you know, yes. put-together person, all of these things, you start listing them off. And now I'm starting to wonder, like, what's this chick's deal, really? <laughs> Next, Avery and Omar?
2: Yes. uh, Who finally
1: got married? Uh, So Avery's 19. She's from Ohio. And Omar's 24. And he's from Syria. And she has been there. And they were meeting in Beirut, Lebanon. She's been there for five days. Her mom is leaving. That night. That night. Yes. They wake up the day she's supposed to get married on her wedding day. And all of a sudden, there's trouble. Omar comes in and says, we have to get permission from the Islamic court before the sheikh can marry us. Mm -hmm. So when they get in the cab and Terry's telling the driver, "Drive." of crazy. I was like, God, this feels like a scene from The Amazing Race. It
0: does. Like It yes. felt very
1: much like, like they were headed to a roadblock <laughs> and <laughs> trying to avoid the W-turn. Right. But it all worked out. They got to the court. They got the permission. They go back to the, the mosque, mosque. And everyone has questions about that brown
2: cloak, the very Harry cloak. Potter-esque.
1: Personally, I thought it looked a little Grand Wizard of the KKK-ish. But regardless, she had to wear this brown get up over her beautiful dress
2: it feels like he has no idea how like any of this works even though he has sisters and
1: that's what makes me wonder though if his family doesn't know he's doing this that he hasn't mentioned his great family
2: question at all. although he did say this is one of the first times when he said i'd like to have my family here and see me get okay. married well
1: then where were they omar
2: well then that also brought us to something we've been talking about about you know international poor versus american poor where she can actually have her mom come with her but you know maybe he can't afford to come from syria as well as how bring,
1: far is beirut from latakia syria
2: i believe lebanon and syria share a border so i don't know that it's that far you, so, so you can so probably maybe they could probably get in a car it or something and or drive take it. a bus i'm yeah. gonna google
1: it. Let's see. How far is Latakia, Syria, from Beirut, Lebanon? It's a three hour drive.
2: Yeah, well, there's not much excuse there. So, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe they don't know so maybe the
1: family is unaware of what is happening right now maybe
2: they don't approve um,
1: but anyways they're getting married and the tough part to watch was that Terry wasn't allowed to be the witness because as they put it two women are the equivalent of one man and yeah. and Terry was there by herself so this random dude had to be the <laughs> witness uh, but at least she was there at least she got to to see it all go down and
2: that was. was and I will say from a male perspective that was kind of a weird thing because as much you make jokes about yeah haha ha, yeah it should be but until you see it in action and you're like wow that's really actually very messed up mm-hmm. and so all you can hope is that by Avery entering into this this religion and this culture that hopefully she can make strides to
1: Yeah, I mean just kind of modernize that view and and bring it into the 21st century. So after the wedding, this is where they <laughs> drop the bomb that they're not going to be living in the US. Very
2: nonchalantly like over a salad or something.
1: Right. Oh my- my mom and I, we're all going out for a
0: celebration dinner. I feel amazing, I just married my best friend, but I have something huge I have to tell my mom tonight. I'm moving to Syria with Omar in a couple of months. Well, we wait on Omar's visa approval? I don't wanna tell my mom. I know she's gonna freak out and she's leaving tonight. I don't want her to stress out on the whole flight home, but this is the last chance we get to tell her with me and Omar being together. So I need to tell her tonight. Are you gonna be able to see each other before you get your visa? Yeah, I'm gonna see him. I'm gonna see him uh, in July in july in syria yes I'm how going. is that gonna happen i'm gonna go down with the sister and i'm staying there like forever no. like you're moving there i'm moving there yeah. but i'm not planning on staying forever so does that sound like a good idea to you to move to somewhere where it's obviously not safe you don't well, even know you're gonna be
3: with me so she's my wife
0: if i hadn't been here you guys wouldn't even be married like you think you're responsible enough to live in a foreign country Avery? you can't even go to the atm without help she can't work she can't talk she just must be your housewife was this your plan all along
3: i Don't be too worried
0: <laughs> country is crazy I feel safe if I'm somewhere was it better now they're not really gassing people I don't want her to be caught up in all that <sighs> Yeah, I'm kind of going
1: regardless. So right before she's about to go to the airport, I just I felt really bad for Terry in that moment because when she gets upset and she starts crying, it it felt very genuine. And not only that, but like you said, though, this is where we're seeing a little bit of a different side to Omar. We still like him. You still like he him. Still seems like an like a good dude. But
2: but he mentioned that uh that Avery's a little headstrong and that when they get into arguments, that she should just kind of be quiet. And-
1: and mm, he's him- got well they're both they're gonna have to both figure some things out it sounds like
2: absolutely
1: and last but not least we've got caesar and maria
2: oh caesar and maria who
1: we really didn't get to see in part two of episode eight except
2: a little bit of a
1: a little tease. bit of what's to come and i did not see this coming
2: caesar is planning a trip to the Ukraine. He's going
1: to go find her. He's going to go find her. I was like, when he said that, I tweeted out, hang on, I'm booking my ticket too. (laughs) I'm coming with you, Caesar. I want to see this girl with my own eyes.
2: And I mean, his passport's in order because he's in Mexico. But
1: how is he going to afford a ticket to the Ukraine? He's going
2: to ask his boss if he can borrow some more money.
1: Well, he didn't get charged for Maria's (laughs) ticket. So maybe there is still some funds in there that he can use. And hopefully he can return that engagement ring. There's $200 he could put towards the ticket. The show, is really this is where the show is surprising me in a good way because up until this point there have been some scenes like I said that feel very staged to me that that there are some things that I have a lot of questions about like they didn't explain very well but I didn't see this coming and if he actually makes it over there and finds her that will to me will save this whole season
2: that would be amazing at
1: least show us just show us who she is that
2: would yeah that would definitely be
1: what a way to end right
2: like that would have to be the season finale that would
1: have to be the last scene but then again if he gets over there she's made it pretty clear she doesn't (laughs) care and she doesn't want to meet him she just broke up with the guy after five years and forty thousand dollars jeez so I don't think she's going to be excited to see him but I think yeah he's at that point now where he's like nope I want to see this person in real life
2: what do I got to lose and what
1: does he think I'm curious what does he think is going to happen when he gets there
2: that she'll remember how much she loved him Mm-mm. in his mind Mm-mm. and that it would be like, oh, Caesar, you did all this for me because he mentions it a lot. Oh, she'll see that I did all this for her. You know, I have this nice romantic dinner. She'll see that I did this for her and she'll love it. Oh, we'll go down to Cancun. I'll have a nice uh, you know, romantic time and she'll see that I did this for her. Mm-hmm. I bought this ring. She'll see I did this. He mentions I did this for her a lot. So I think in his mind, he's finding some way to really show her that what he's doing is all for her and that she will love him for it. And but, he
1: still, I feel like is still clinging to hope that this is somehow some way going to work out in his favor and even though yes I want him to go to Ukraine I want to see this girl I want to see what happens when he gets there and tracks her down I still think it's not the blonde girl I still think it's somebody completely different who has been using this blonde girl's pictures and whatnot but unfortunately it's like with him it's already been like watching a car crash in slow motion and now it's the train is going off the rails and I'm I can't wait I can't look away but I don't want to drag it out for four more episodes. In part one of episode nine, let's get him on a plane. <laughs> let's touch down in Kiev. let us He has to know her address if he tried to book her ticket. He has to know where she lives.
2: And if he's been sending her stuff. Right. Uh, over, especially if he's been, um, you know, sending her money and whatnot.
1: Yeah. So he knows where she allegedly lives. So let's get this show on the road.
2: Or if he's been sending it to a P.O. box in Ukraine.
1: Or he's been doing it through, like, Anastasia Date and it's right. all done online and there's no address. But to book her ticket. has. Yeah her plane ticket he He definitely had had to have her address so that's what I'm hoping for I'm going to keep my fingers crossed in part one of episode nine which will air Sunday night on TLC and don't forget to find the Reality Bites podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play subscribe and rate muchas gracias